Hey everybody, welcome to the Austin's Audit Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Gerke. Yes, I am here for update, or at this point it is headline Wednesday, but I'm going to make this short, sweet. Uh, for today's episode, I'm just going to give you the pick for tonight in the Stanley Cup Final. You got game number four. Colorado leads the series two games to one, thanks to Tampa's 6-2 win back in game three on... What is today? Today's Wednesday. Monday. There you go. I just got to remember, I just came back from vacation, so I'm trying to get back into work mode for the show. But, but, a quick trip down to the beach yesterday, so now I'm back. Anyway, for the game today, will Tampa score six goals again? No, I, you know, they had their offensive outburst back in game three. The big line for Tampa finally showed up. Stamkos had his goal. Uh, Kalorn, you know, Hedman had his. They've gotten their power play going a little bit. Colorado's dominance on the power play still continued. Darcy Kemper got pushed out after the second period. In you know, will Pavel Francos be the starter for the Avs today? Uh, I don't think so. I think Tampa will find a way to get around him. So I'm going to go Tampa a little more low scoring than game number three. I'm going to go 3-2 Lightning to at least even up the series. Now, if Colorado does win, then I do believe that they could win on Friday. Because, you know, I'm using the same mojo as I did on Monday. But Tampa's going to have to have their top line do it again. If they just stay out of the penalty box and play 5-on-5, five five, Tampa actually will do what they did back in the Eastern Conference Final. Because remember, after Game 2, the Rangers didn't have very many even-strength goals. In fact, Game 6 they was the last time they had an even-strength goal, and that was to make it 2-1 to one back in Game 6 of the Eastern Conference Final. My point is for Tampa, if you do not, if you slow down that top line, which right now Gabriel Landeskog has, what, three goals so far in three games? If you slow that top line down, you don't let McKinnon get going, you don't let Landeskog get to the front of the net, and Vasilevsky at least has to do what, 25-plus saves? He has to. He at least has to have mid-20 saves in order for it to happen. And for Colorado to win, they have been the better team. I'm not going to lie. They've been better. They actually have been the more physical team, too. So for all you Colorado fans, I'm not hating. I'm actually complimenting your team on this case. Just do what you do. Just do what you've been doing. Get off to fast starts. Uh, you're, if, if Tampa gives away by doing stupid penalties and turns the puck over, oh yeah, Colorado could easily win this game going away like they did in game two. You know, I don't think it'll be 7 nothing if Colorado ever won, but if they were to win, it'd be 5-2, to two. you know, it'd be a reversal what happened in game three I don't think that I think it'll be this game will actually be the low scoring game of the series so I'm gonna go Tampa 3-2 
Uh, as far as the goal scorers, Stamkos, Palat, and maybe Victor Hedman will get one off the uh, off of deflection. Kucherov will get a point in this game. Uh, as far as the Colorado goal scorers, I'm going to stick with the hot hand. I'll go with Landeskog for one. McKinnon will finally get his, or no, he had a goal back in game one. Uh, but going to go, McKinnon gets the other goal. As far as saves, again, Vasilevsky has to do at least mid-20s, mid-20 saves. Now, if he has to do that many, that just means Colorado has been dominating the game. But he might have to do that because I think Colorado is going to get off to a really fast start. They want to get rid of the nose or they really want to get the bad taste out of their mouth from Monday. So they're going to come out fast like they did in game one and two. Like they ha have all series. They've actually been the better team in the fir first period. You know, they've been, they've outscored the Lightning in all three first periods so far, I believe, if I go back, let's see, three goals in game one, three goals in game two, and one goal in game three. So they've scored seven goals in the first period alone. Tampa has at least had, what, one? So they've outscored Tampa 7-1 in the first period. So if Colorado gets off to that fast start and has the lead, it won't be that surprising. But I do think Vasilevsky will at least make 25 saves. Darcy Kemper will make the start in goal. He will probably be... He'll probably be the, the goalie that's bored and standing around. He probably won't be the busiest guy, but he'll probably give up a goal or two. Like I said, the Hedman goal late or even a Stamkos goal where he won't be able to see it and it'll get past him either five hole or three hole, which is right over by your rib cage. Yes, that's how I come up with the holes. Hole one, two, three, four. It's underneath, you know, the, your rib cage is your rib cage is in your side or holes three and four, and then the five hole, every dude knows where that is. It's between your legs. But that's how I see tonight's game going. 5-2, or not 5-2, 3-2. I don't see any power play goals, which will actually benefit Tampa. If there is going to be a power play, the first team to have it on the power play, if you're following, if you're doing prop bets on this, the first team that will probably get the power play will be Colorado. Probably 14 minutes into the game. Or 6 minutes into the game. But probably very early they're going to push it. Uh, so Colorado might get the first power play. If Tampa kills this off, or at least kills off the first two power plays that Colorado has, then Tampa will win this game. But that's the keys for that. That's who I'm picking. That's my thoughts on what happened in game three. Those are my guesses for what will happen tonight. So for my hockey fans, I'll see you guys for game four on Friday in Prediction Friday. But that'll recap it for my NHL fans, for my baseball fans, college or otherwise. Here are your picks for today. For my college baseball fans, Arkansas did beat Auburn. That eliminates Auburn from the College World Series. Oklahoma beat Texas A&M earlier. Well, Auburn lost to Arkansas last night. Oklahoma 
did beat Texas A&M. So Oklahoma did advance to the championship series. So now it's down to Ole Miss and Arkansas, a battle of SEC teams. I'm going to go, I believe Ole Miss is the team with the 2-0 advantage. So when it comes to the double elimination style bracket like that, uh, all it takes is one win for the Rebels to get there. So I'm going to go with Ole Miss. I know Arkansas has had an incredible run. They beat North Carolina out of the Chapel Hill Regional. They've been in the elimination bracket since the very first day at Omaha. But I think the run will be over for the Razorbacks. I'm going to go with the Rebels to take on the Sooners in the College World Series Championship Series, which will begin on Friday, I believe. If Arkansas does win tonight, however, then you're going to have Ole Miss and Arkansas as an elimination game tomorrow. And if that were to happen, then I think it's just manifest destiny at that point. I'll go with Arkansas if it ever got to that point. Because if Arkansas can force this, then the way all these wacky tournaments have gone, it doesn't matter what sport. If you've had that magical run, you've had the breaks go your way, sometimes it's just your day. But Arkansas has got to get there first. But I don't think they're going to get there today. So I'll go with Ole Miss first. But if Arkansas does force it, then I'm going to go with the Razorbacks to wrap up tomorrow. That is your College World Series update. Let me go ahead and finish out the show with, I mean, I'll get to the news about, I'll get to yesterday's news about Gronk and uh, Deshaun Watson here in a second, but let me get to the baseball picks first, and then, then I'll give you my takes on the top news stories from yesterday. Uh, let's go ahead, do this now. Uh, five game, the five games to watch tonight, of course, Yankees raise the wrap-up of the three-game series in St. Pete. That's game one. Game two is D-backs Dodgers. Game three is Dodgers Reds. Who's pitching for, oh, Tyler Anderson is making his first start for the Dodgers since that near no-no he had against the Angels last week. So Tyler Anderson's back on the bump for the Dodgers and already he's down one nothing. But that's game number three. Game number four is Tigers and Red Sox. The Red Sox, who have been the second, or actually third hottest team in June, if you want to count the Braves. But the Red Sox are starting to figure it out a little bit up there in Beantown. As much as it may cringe me to say it as a Yankee fan, I kind of respect what the Red Sox have done. I don't respect your little city uniforms that look like a... The UCLA orange and blue, or not orange, the yellow and blue, those are disgusting. But as far as a baseball thing goes, yeah, your team's starting to figure it out. Trevor Story is starting to figure out as a second baseman, you know, shortstop hybrid. Still don't know what's going to happen over there, but they are starting to figure it out. I can respect that. And their pitching's starting to turn it around a little bit, too. I remember early in the season, they just weren't getting a whole lot out of their starters, you had Whitlock being your only decent starter to start the year. But now you're starting to, you know, now Pavetta's coming into his own. And, okay, cool. Now we're starting to see what I said back in the predictions when the CBA was finally ratified back in April. It may have taken a while, but it's finally getting there. But anyway, Tigers-Red Sox game number four. Let's see. 
Yankees-Rays, game number one. D-backs-Padres, game number two. Dodgers-Reds, game number three. Tigers-Red Sox, game number four. And let's see. The Astros beat the Mets 5-3. Oh, wow. Uh, Blue Jays beat the White Sox 9-5. Uh, okay, nope. So the fifth and final game are the ones that are left. Cardinals and Brewers, the battle of the NL Central. Uh, let's see who's on the bump for either of those teams. Oh, Wainwright and Lauer. Eh. Okay. I'll take the Cardinals for the game and the series, which will hopefully keep that keep them ahead of the Brewers in the NL Central race. But that is your fifth game to watch for today. So again, the list is follows. Yankees Rays, series number one. D-backs Padres, series number two, although that series is almost over, so I kind of should scrap it out of the list, but uh, I think they're playing again tomorrow. I won't be doing a show tomorrow, so I'm going to check the list one more time. Uh, I'm going to check tomorrow's games very quickly. Okay, so it is the final game of the series, and why not? It's almost over. I'm breaking my own rule anyway, but it, it's worth a shot, but... Either way, uh, Yankees-Rays, game number one. D-backs-Padres, game number two. Dodgers-Reds, game number three. Tigers and Red Sox, game number four. And the Cardinals and the Brewers are game number five. So for my MLB fans, there you go. I'll see you guys Friday for Prediction Friday. Give you the six-pack of games to watch this weekend. Meanwhile, well, actually not meanwhile, I'm going to go ahead and jump right to the top two storylines from yesterday. Uh, Gronk, retiring. Um, is it surprising if he actually does stay retired? I'm, I'm saying this now because I didn't want it, because I got emotional when Brady retired because I actually thought he was done. So I'm going to couch this one as if, Gronk will be, and I think it's more realistic that he'll be done. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna give a disclaimer. Look, if Gronk comes back, then yeah, I, this is it's getting silly with him and Brady. But um, if this is it for Mr. Gronkowski, then Gronk, it's been a pleasure rooting for you as a fan for these last two years, and. As a total, for most of your career, even up in New England, heck of a player, all-around, first ballot Hall of Famer, and member of the All-100 team of the NFL. So, definitely one of the greatest of all time, and the game will definitely miss you. Now, the other news story, of course, is the Deshaun Watson stuff. That will not go away. You know, 20 of his 24 civil lawsuits were, uh, he settled on 20 of the 24 of them. There's still four of them left pending. And apparently, you know, he had 66 massages in about a year and a half. Look, <laughs> at this point, it's starting to just get gross. It's silly. It's already, it's already destroying his character. Whether he's settled or not, it still looks bad on him. Regardless of how he settled. I'm sorry. It still does. It's gross. You know, I'm a guy. I get it. We're, we're disgusting people. We can be disgusting. But at this point, dude, you're just not. 
You know, should the NFL suspend him? Look, they suspended Ray Rice two games for Colcock and his uh, fiance, and all Deshaun Watson did was just be gross and kind of force a chick, force chicks to give him a hand job. Now, even when they didn't want to, but you know, should the NFL suspend him? No. No, because if you're going to suspend him for that, then you should suspend every single one of your players who end up in domestic uh, that end up in domestic violence abuse cases. Suspend all that and there goes your league right there. That'll solve that problem real quick. So will the NFL actually suspend him? No. Um, has he already suffered a damaged reputation at yeah. Like, so what? He sat out a year. He got paid a bunch. Cleveland, I'm sorry. I don't feel bad for you, Browns. I don't. You're, you're the Cleveland Browns. You know, you've done some really ugly stuff. From drafting Johnny Manziel to hiring John T. Podesta as your GM for a couple years. That was after... Um, I think it was after Sashi Brown was your GM, too. It went Sashi Brown and then uh, John D. Podesta, John D. Podesta, you know the Moneyball guy. Like, um, you've done some pretty stupid stuff and pretty mismanaged stuff. So, giving Deshaun Watson three hundred million dollars, knowing full well this dude might have more civil cases coming, um, you're not. I don't feel sorry for you. You made the mistake and you've made stupid mistakes. So I'm not crying wolf for you, but. As far as the Deshaun Watson thing goes, this isn't over. It probably won't be for the rest of the summer going forward. There might be more coming in the fall, and Cleveland's just going to do what Houston did, where they're just going to sit him out for the year. And again, by the way, you notice you don't hear the Baker Mayfield noise anymore. Huh. Gee, I wonder why. Because they're gonna find a way to keep Baker. That's the only reason he has not been released yet. You noticed? I have. That's the only reason. And then slowly as this stuff is coming out, just proves my point even more. Alright. Enough about my ranting. I'm gonna go ahead and watch the game, which will be underway here in about... Uh, yeah, it's underway in about 35 minutes, so at the top of the next hour. So I'm going to go ahead and end it here. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out. I'll see you guys Friday. Don't forget to listen to this show on Podbean. Just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can also listen to this show on Spotify, Google, Apple, if you know the trick, Treaser, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, SoundCloud, and Samsung Music, or wherever you can find this show. You can also watch this show and see this beautiful face, which, by the way, I'm probably... You know what? I want to see this on Rumble. Maybe you can comment. I might need to go in and clean this up a little bit on the beard. But if you do want to see this face, um, you can follow me on Rumble at ADGergi, that is the username. It's just my first two initials and my last name, which is G-E-H-R-K-E. Again, that is A-D-G-E-H-R-K-E. Again, that is A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E. 
on Rumble. Please make sure that search is set to channels, not videos. Click subscribe and you'll have all 340, or not 40, sorry, I'm going way too far back, 390 episodes of this podcast. 390 episodes of this podcast. Plus, 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 for all the social media stuff, you can either follow this show on Facebook by searching for the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can either follow the hashtag on Instagram, which is hashtag the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram at the Aust- at Austin Spamonti. That's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I. Or, 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 if you want post-episode interaction, you can follow me on Twitter at Austin underscore Gerke. Again, for post-episode interaction, you can talk about whatever you want. You can shit on me as a host. I'm not going to block you. You can bring up topics that I don't get to on this show. But you got to follow me on Twitter. At Austin underscore Gerke in order to do that. So again, at Austin underscore Gerke on Twitter for post-episode interaction. For all my hockey fans, see you guys for game number three, game number four. If the series is opened up, then we got a game six on Sunday. But until then, thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out. And I'll see you guys at Friday.